if let's say abortion was banned people are still going to have abortions it's just not yeah. now it's not going to be as safe and right. more more like women will die from like complications do you know what i mean right it's not legitimate right zone. let's just talk about it Hey everyone, welcome to Comfort Zone. My name is Aisley. I'm Lubna. I'm Diana. I'm Ben. And I'm Brandon. And welcome back to our podcast. So, how was your guys' weekends? Um, well, uh, I went to the beach, which was pretty fun. Which beach? Uh, I went to Newport. Newport? So, pretty cool. far. Yeah. What'd you, What'd you do? <laughs> um i went with my family and um we kind of just me and my sisters we kind of just walked along the beach until the sunset and then we went to the pier and then my parents went fishing oh that's cool did your parents catch anything uh yeah we got a lot of mackerel and we actually had that for dinner last night hell yeah yeah oh is that a bad word am i allowed to say no (laughs) you're good um, well, I went to a Halloween drive through thing at um, Orange County, the fair area. It was called like Urban, Urban Legends Haunt. It was actually pretty good, I guess, but it was kind of like, meh. I only got scared in like one attraction. Like everything else was kind of, there was like a dance scene and like a Bloody Mary, but that's it. What did, what did they even do? Like, you just... Uh, went- basically... So, like, the cars, they're all in, like, lanes and stuff. So, you just go and, like, every stop you turn your, like, car engine off and whatever. And then there's um, people with, like, masks and stuff. And they come over to your car and try to, like, scare you from behind. And, like, they go to, like, um, all the cars and one by one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of those, like, those. And they all wore masks. So, it was, like, less scary. But whatever. (laughs) Kind of reminds me one of those like Christmas drive-throughs. Like you know how you just drive through neighborhoods and then you get to see yeah, yeah, I love lights. that. So I usually go to like horror nights uh for Halloween, and since we can't go this year, I was like really considering doing that, like going through a drive-through. I think mm-hmm. it's like a really good alternative, you know. Uh no, I didn't go to horror nights. I went to the one at Six Flags. That one was not bad really i thought it's like well, kind of okay. more, more scary the thing about the six flat i'm pretty sure the universal one's worse because they yeah. specialize in special effects and stuff like that uh but for six flags for the six flags horror nights or whatever it's called the scary part was the mazes but i didn't do any mazes because i was too young and a wuss so <laughs> i didn't want to do any but walking around was fine if you looked scared they would come up and scare you 100 percent. so me and the friend that i went with just kind of sh- like straight faced stone faced ourselves and we were fine (laughs) and don't they like chase you around i think they can but i don't think they're allowed to for too long yeah you you know that i've never been to an amusement park besides disneyland but once Really? Yeah. So you've never went to a real amusement park? No, not really. Amusement park. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like not so, even Universal. No. Really? So well, I mean, never, I've been pretty much. I've been through yeah, the ahead. Universal um walk. I don't know what that's called, but the Universal mm-hmm. city, city walk. walk. Yeah, city mm-hmm. walk. But 
I've never been to an amusement park. So you've never oh been God. on. We should go together after no. this is over. <laughs> that kind of yeah. stinks. Because when I went to Disneyland like once, I was on my period, and it was like the worst experience for me because I felt really uncomfortable in the rides, and like being on my period, it just made it worse. <laughs> yeah, so, you should track it. Like, do you not like have an app? No. Then, like, I'd be like, no. oh, I'm not going this day. <laughs> no, my periods are very inconsistent. Like, there would be times where, where my periods just, I wouldn't have my periods for, like, four months. And I get it, which is very weird. Yeah. Yeah, some people, like, I know someone who has it, like, once every three months. Yeah. Like, that's so lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know someone that has it, like, the whole month and then goes off, like, one week. Yeah. And it starts again. Ben, can you relate? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I can relate. I can totally relate. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I know that it's normal to have like inconsistent periods, but I don't know how how abnormal is normal. You know what I mean? Because I feel like yeah. if it's just too abnormal, I feel like there's something wrong with me. But then again, like everyone's periods are different, so. I don't know. And you know, there was like one state or something, they like um banned abortion like after six weeks or something if you found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Or like if you or if you missed your period or something for six weeks or something like that. Really? And then like yeah, that's so dumb because you know how like irregular everyone's periods are like it's not gonna come on the same like day. That doesn't make any sense. And like mm-hmm. everyone has it like Oh, like what? Yeah, I, I think people should be pro-choice. Well, I'm yeah. pro-choice. I'm not saying uh. everyone should be, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's my that's my stance on it really? on abortion. Yeah. yeah. What's okay. your opinionated? My okay. My opinions are complicated, but in the Philippines, abortion is illegal, and near your due date i think that's kind of wrong i mean at that point to me it's just the infant uh, is basically... i don't think that's possible no I it is possible. possible if it's like three months four months no there's some some states that allow abortion um in that's any stages crazy. yeah that part i mean that's not crazy that's just different mm-hmm. that part I don't interesting like. do any of you guys have any opinions on it i do believe it should be pro-choice Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a very controversial topic to like kill a newborn child, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah but it's like how you guys said it. it's like you have to consider what you're. At first, I kind of disagreed disagreed with them. Um, I think people should be pro life, and they should or women should decide if they want to have a baby or not. But if you were to look at it in a religious perspective, that's. It's kind of morally wrong to decide if an infant, to decide if your infant should die or not. Because, I mean, they don't have that choice. Yeah, I guess. But economic status, um, you don't have the time, jobs. Like, what if you you can't take care of the baby? Like, there's so many things. I can agree with Lubna there. Or Lubna, my bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you you have to always consider like, um, the mother or like the life that the baby will be brought into. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's like different perspectives of the ways people like talk or view abortion, because 
in a religious uh, in a religious um perspective it's wrong but economically and basically right but i feel like even if it is religious there are exceptions like it's not like yes or no like there's always like a loop yeah i mean i agree if like you can get abortion for like i don't know like the first couple months but if you were to get one like a few months or a couple months uh like you have to consider what environment you're bringing that kid's life into Mm -hmm. and also um if you're not if you feel like you're not fit to handle uh having a kid you should have the choice to it shouldn't be limited to like you have to keep the baby yeah because that's something that's that that is that's something that like people like cannot handle Mm -hmm. yeah but then but then it's that um it's like the issue of like what if the mom later on in life is like like regrets giving it up you know what i mean yeah then she'll have she'll go and try to find her baby and then the baby will already have his or her own life do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. another way to think about pro-choice from what at least i understand is uh if they ever did make it a law where you you weren't allowed to have a choice on abortion or you or if it was this many months into pregnancy you can't have an abortion uh, one problem with that might be if you're a rape survivor, you don't want to have that baby, do you? Yeah, so exactly. that can be that can be really unfair for those women no. who went through that kind that kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. Be very a very yeah. sensitive topic. Yeah, yeah. This is like really a a complex topic to talk about, especially like mm-hmm. with the different different views on it. In my in my perspective, I believe abortion is wrong or what do you call it having abortion in the earlier later months yeah i mean yeah that that, that's like understandable okay continue sorry but then again i also agree with um having women's right to have the baby or not because again it's their body it's their choice right and also like poor countries um there's always like a pressure to have a lot of kids like and also a lot that's why there's so many like orphans mm-hmm. and um people in foster care like there's there's no one they can like call as parents mm-hmm. like that's really sad yeah yeah there's also there's also the thing of if let's say abortion was banned people are still going to have abortions it's just not yeah. now it's not going to be as safe and right. more more like women will die from like complications do you know what i mean right it's not legitimate right um so aisley brought up the the argument of my body my choice and i feel that like that's a very feminist um viewpoint because uh like men should not be telling women what to do with their bodies and should not be like controlling every aspect of like the woman's life down to like what she can and can't do and her decision to keep a baby or not you know so like what are you guys's thoughts on like not feminism not feminism as a whole but rather like the female body image and how um how society has like shaped it and how like over time people have been telling women how to look or how to dress or like how to keep themselves it's definitely very influenced by 
media, by ads, by stuff like that, that's one thing that we need to take into account for how uh, how women have been kind of leaned into one direction or leaned into thinking that one direction is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like going back to the abortion, um, politicians were are mainly objectifying the abortion laws specifically from white men, which I completely disagree with. I think there should definitely be women in the board having their argument, having their stance to that topic. Um, um, I think there are a lot of women politicians who disagree with abortion on the means mm-hmm. of like religion and mm-hmm. how they think it's like morally wrong. But it's it would it would be like a bit ignorant just to say that it's only the men, you know, because yeah. women also have a big role in like um pro life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I guess um well there are women on the board and all that, but I feel like they're obviously like being overlooked and the men's like when you go on Instagram all you see is quotes and everything from men talking about abortion like there's nothing about women standing up for women Mm -hmm. i mean it's still there but the men like their values and viewpoints are way more prominent than women's right Uh, i feel like it's probably true or it's definitely true that there are more men in government in government positions but it doesn't mean that there are less women in influencing and vocally speaking influences like there are a lot of people who can influence masses that are women but Mm -hmm. the people who are shown especially through media are mostly people in power people with high amounts of knowledge people that are more qualified for it but there are definitely people in other positions there are definitely people that are women there are definitely people that are men that are lower than them but still have their own voice and their own influencing power right but what like Lubna has said, there definitely are women who have um, impacted a lot of people. But I feel like society just wants to know way more about the men's viewpoint more than yeah. women. Maybe because we already know what the women think. So like we want something different. I don't know. Um, maybe. Well, I feel like this this just brings up like the issue of like unequal representation, um, especially in like the field like specific fields like in politics we we all know that it's a very male dominated um field Mm -hmm. right and so and so that's why you may be thinking that we hear a lot more a lot more opinion coming from the male standpoint but we should always like include um like the views of both both parties you know what i mean right or in this case it's not technically both parties but by saying both parties i mean like male and female Ben, do you have Relating? Oh, I mean, you guys said it. You guys went off, so <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't really exactly have anything else to add. I mean, I agree with you guys. That's mm-hmm. the, you guys just said everything. So Ben agrees with everyone. You guys, you guys took the floor on that one. So I thought it was really interesting how Brandon brought up media and how much it influences women's views on themselves. Mm -hmm. um i feel like media like okay in the past we've seen only like very skinny tall 
like Eurocentric features on popular women or women of importance or like significance to, let's say, like the younger younger uh, audiences. Yeah. So I feel like now we're becoming much more like open minded, but it's still like there's still this problem of in inclusive inclusivity. Is that what? Uh, Luna, we were talking about it earlier. What what was it called? Yeah. Yeah, size inclusivity. Like, we just need to... Size inclusivity. Well, not specifically size. Like, there's always been this, like, like, emphasis upon, like, Eurocentric features being the most beautiful. And I feel like now we're starting to shift that notion and starting to appreciate, like, the beauty all around the world, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's definitely been in my culture. Like, it's been in my culture for sure. Like... You always have to be fair looking like women in India and I think a lot of Asian countries, they bleach their skin to look white and then um, your nose, they do like things to their nose, like you pinch your nose like frequently to get it straight. Like, (laughs) like I had done everything done to me. Oh my God. Like we were never taught to appreciate what we actually look like. Yeah, same as for my country, um, uh, having a more darker melanin tone in the Philippines is perceived as as the poor and hardworking, and having a lighter skin tone, it means that you're inside more, and you have Mm -hmm. more wealth, and I think, I mean, it's still like that today, but... As, like, we as a society progress... Yeah, as society progress, um, that's been changing. Um, I think, like, this, like, issue of colorism, we see it a lot mm-hmm. in, like, the African-American community, but it's really important to widen our perspective and look at it, like, in a whole world viewpoint because, we like, skin bleaching is a thing everywhere, if you really, like, think about it. Everywhere except for Europe, of course, but it's always been, like, fair skin yeah. is, is more desirable. But then it's sort of ironic because now we see a lot of like uh white women like going and tanning aggressively right to get like a golden golden skin tone do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yes yes yeah i think that just shows how how different society is um today compared to a decade ago where where the the ideal beauty a fair a skin tone and like what you said, a Eurocentric um, features. Um, it's like, it's really the irony. <laughs> they get like tan. Yeah, it really is ironic because um, like, for example, in After India, all these years it's of, like, literally so hot. And um, yeah, I, yeah, from British rule, um, because they were always looked down upon and they saw the British as... Uh, what do you call it, like, more powerful and, like, higher up in the status. So once they left, I mean, even during um, India as a whole, they they wanted to look like it. They wanted to feel powerful. And it really is ironic because now you see everyone who's like, oh, my God, I want to get darker. Like, why am I so pale? And then, like, it's it's really interesting to see the different viewpoints in, like, other countries. Yeah, I had never really considered that, like, deep-rooted, like, longing for power and how that is 
like correlated to colorism today like that just goes to show how much history really affects mm-hmm. the present you know what i mean i don't know what do what do you guys have to say about it right. the boys then brandon mm-hmm. oh, i can definitely agree with you guys that it is somewhat true that we need to take into account how everyone in the world feels about it how different everywhere is but my personal views are really scattered and i'm not sure how to explain it i feel like back then it what uh i forgot who said it but someone said it where if your skin was lighter it means you didn't go out it didn't means you were inside more it means you're more wealthy because you don't have to work as hard i feel like that was definitely the ideal um skin tone for the time meaning that you were more wealthy right now i i can't really speak for how it is because as you said people are getting people are tanning themselves people are doing that and we're definitely staying inside a lot more than we used to um Mm -hmm. but you know i don't really i'm not really sure how to speak about it because it it changes all the time it's always different depending on where you live where you are where you're at we've definitely diversified a lot more Mm -hmm. than before so things get more complicated because everything is mixing together yeah it's a very complicated but, thing that you can go very deep on. Yeah. When you say diversified, do you mean like our standards of beauty have diversified? Yeah, I I guess you can say it like that. Cause before, like, if when you just when before when you like say like describe the ideal person, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into details about that. But if you say that, people would come up with those images. But now, like, everybody seems to accept, uh a more open variety yeah you know what i mean yeah oh and that tiktok trend where people would be like oh i'm only gonna date black girls or i'm only gonna date date hispanics whites like that yeah i feel that that's a personal choice though or or a personal preference Mm -hmm. at least um i feel like media has really like um helped our generation at least really brought Mm -hmm. in our like our mindsets you know what i mean like we're much more open-minded we're open to new more cultures we're uh less likely to like um judge people or maybe maybe that's just because we're like in california and it's such like a diverse place Mm -hmm. in la Mm -hmm. but i don't know that's just like what i think like because of like the progressive like thoughts progressive Mm -hmm. mindsets yeah i mean on tiktok recently um a lot of people have been showing their body, expressing them, um, like feeling proud of what they have. And I think that just shows how what you guys said, that society is changing. And and as people become more expressive, they're more open towards the public and really not really caring about what they think about what the public think but more of, of empowering themselves, which is really yeah. great. Okay, so we've uh, discussed societal standards of women, but what do you guys think about the societal standards of men? Uh, I feel like um, I feel like society tries to stereotype men as uh, someone who's strong, someone who's not supposed to feel emotion, someone who's brave, someone who's all that, all that kind of quote-unquote masculine stereotypes 
I feel like that's not true for either gender. It's true for some people, but it doesn't mean that it's true for the entire encompassing uh, gender, I guess. Mm-hmm, yeah. that's one that's one way that i look about it or look at it yeah what's up what like what percentage do you think follow those stereotypes oh no clue probably not very high i feel like it's more of a it doesn't mean that you feel that way on the outside you feel that way or no 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 it's not that you feel that way on the inside i feel like it's more shown i feel like it's more i feel like some people see it as a way to be accepted into society to not be weird to act with the stereotype it doesn't mean that you you actually feel that way per se you just show you just show that on the outside to feel more with everyone else so you're saying that See, um men should follow the the stereotypes no of- no 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 i'm saying uh i i'm what i'm trying to say is i feel like men follow the stereotypes to feel like they're following with everyone else but it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you have to act that way it just means that you do because that's how society accepts it that way right oh so you're saying like men have feel an obligation to right you yeah. just want yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Mm-hmm. Degree. yes ben do you agree with that like as a second point of view as a, a second man i yeah <laughs> i think everyone wants to be accepted you know so i don't think it's fair to say that it's just men who want to feel accepted. Oh no, oh, no, 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 no! I'm just saying, like, with the stereotype. Terms, oh, yeah. in terms of like the male stereotype of like machismo, as we say. What? <laughs> <laughs> of, like the macho man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, like, do you not like, <laughs> like, you know that stereotype where men are supposed to be macho and like protective and like strong but you agree that that's very yeah that's what they say ben (laughs) ben are you okay 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 wait 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 wait. repeat the question again are you quote-unquote macho (laughs) no that's not my question (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) my question is ben do you feel that men as like feel an obligation to be macho or to look macho and by macho, I mean like strong. I love, and like, I love that you're referring I, to it as macho. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like that's like the. No, yeah, I do. I, 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 I okay, okay. I I think like yeah, a little bit. That like yeah, they they kind of want to be that way, just a little bit. So what Ben is saying is that he is macho. No, yeah. I'm, that's not what I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Confirm Ben is not macho. I am not macho. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that uh it's kind of like, yeah, guys, like they 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 can do what they want to feel like, you know, confident, I guess. Yeah. And if if like uh being yourself or making you feel like you're a macho, yeah, go for it, because like. <laughs> I don't think there's toxic masculinity in that because they just want to be comfortable. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The toxic masculinity comes in when men don't really want to open their eyes and see like other perspectives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't want to accept their feminine side. <laughs> I, I will admit, I do consider myself very feminine. And do you accept your feminine side? I do. I I consider myself saying, a lot more feminine like than other guys. Oh no no no! You're fine. I'm like just yeah. As a whole. 
Okay. <laughs> I was just I was just speaking to Ben heart to heart if he feels feminine. Yes, I'm. No, I'm... I I I definitely you know <laughs> am more feminine. I I get my feminine feminine femininity. I get my feminine side from my sisters. Okay, sorry. What's up? I was yeah. saying, Brandon. I know how like that was a joke, and yeah. I I do think it was funny. Like I understood it, mm. but I feel like that sort of is an example of like not toxic toxic masculinity but Mm -hmm. perhaps like how some guys might like tease other guys because of their feminine side do you know oh no yeah definitely and that teasing might like put like an internalized like yeah but i was um, uh i was teasing ben i i was just I yeah, know. Yeah. I was just making an example out of it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? it's fine. Like, I, I don't saying... care if uh, I don't care if a man likes to wear a dress. I don't care about any of that yeah. stuff. You can do what you want, but Ben, sure? I was just asking if he feels that way. Yeah, I know. I was just saying, like, I was just trying to make um... an example. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I think it's really funny how um, a lot of guys put on that like macho, like face to impress girls, when in reality, a lot of girls like actually like when a man is like confident in himself and mm-hmm. is not afraid to like um show his feminine side you know mm-hmm. well i think i think from my perspective i think it's great for guys to share or to express their emotions rather than hiding them um it just shows that they actually care about about the relationship and overall feeling human because i feel like if guys tend to hide their uh, their emotions they're like trying not to to show that they're like feeling feminine but because crying or like showing emotion is what i think is feminine but i completely disagree with that and that crying or showing emotion is is perfectly normal yeah, yeah, and, like, showing emotions um, is, like, associated with femininity when yeah, exactly. fem- femininity when it doesn't really have to be because it's emotions. Like, yeah. that isn't, like, you're just being a human. And uh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that. wrong with that. <laughs> I was just going to say, emotions show that you're human. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. sensitivity is, like, very important, too. Because you, how, how the hell are you going to, like, be in, a, in like, a good relationship relationship. or like a healthy a healthy relationship if you're always like a stone face just dude yeah who's just there Mm -hmm. like you're you're just trying to impress somebody like your group of friends like what about the person you're actually with Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i feel like showing emotions and like being transparent with your partner is so important in the relationship you know yeah Yeah. and if you decide to have kids in the future that's not going to work out if you're just staring at your kids Mm-hmm. yeah like you need to be able to show emotion yeah and i think um uh, beginning with a relationship guys try to impress the girl um i don't know just to like show oh hey i can do this i can do that but i think as the relationship continues they tend to become more i don't know how how you would say it, but more open themselves. and more and more of themselves yeah yeah like they just get more comfortable as time progresses with their partner Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) it's 
It's not that interesting, but it's mostly just when when this guy he was like hi he was like i don't know he saw one of my friend's stories or something and i was in there and he's like, he, he was like hi yeah he was one yeah he's not the one i'm not talking about that well, like the one story i know i'm talking about the like, one about yeah 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 and then okay. um i was like oh my god no and then i was like okay let me just play dumb and <laughs> act as if i feel the same way so i was like hi and he's like i'm doing football and stuff and i was like okay so interesting and then um and then he said he said uh because i was like okay bye i'm gonna go i have to do homework and he's like okay uh i'll text you tomorrow i promise like i'm not lying and i was like okay and then yeah. the next day like my friend told him it was all a joke so so sad <laughs> yeah I know exactly what you mean it's like that clinginess and that need for not attention but like validation can really like make someone unattractive do you know what I mean yeah and I just said bye (laughs) at least for at least like for me yeah I completely like agree with you because I feel like if someone is like too like obsessed with me it annoys me so much literally you know what I mean and you just have to like play like fake it yeah (laughs) No, I, mean, I would never, I would never do that. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm, you're interested in that, if, dude. If they, oh no, not anymore. Oh my god, I have to tell you some stuff. Anyways, um, I, I'm just saying, like, I never like, like, fake my emotions with people. Like, I don't like if I if I don't like someone, like, I sort of make it obvious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But not really. Like, I won't say it to their face, but I just it's because I need my space. You know, like I hate when guys are like um or like when guys like brag about what they have it's the most unattractive thing mm-hmm. let's know. hope uh let's hope that guy doesn't and they're teenagers podcast. right now so i'm just like what do you have like you don't even have a bank account <laughs> yeah that's why that's why some people like take teen teenage relationships like very seriously which is very understandable but i, I guess what but do you like, guys think about it i feel like serious teen relationships are not a thing like no matter how much you convince yourself it's true it's not because like i don't know i just feel like you should be in it for like marriage you know and now you might be like oh my god like are you kidding like how um are you kidding i'm like james charles (laughs) they'd be like um like you, you guys like my age and everything you'd be like are you like what like we're not thinking about marriage we're not thinking of anything then mm-hmm. like what are you in it for like right. what are you in it for you're just gonna stay in it and then like what end just, <laughs> just stay in it and do nothing and end it right. and so why do you get sad when it ends like i don't understand you know it's gonna end so why do you bother yeah. doesn't mean they accept it uh, well i mean uh, there's I a certain level of commitment that there. everyone puts yeah yeah i feel yeah. like it mostly depends on the person yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what and what they're looking for, because not everyone looks mm-hmm. for marriage. Some people just like look for a good Well, I mean, yeah. if you're looking for a relationship, you you would want to look for a relationship for the future, not just for the present. Right. You know, just like right. just like a regular casual relationship. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not everyone thinks that way. Like, I honestly agree with that, but there are people that don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, me, there's like some people who are engaged or like not even engaged. They're just like um together and they just they're never going to marry like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, um I'm not really allowed to have or to be in a relationship until I'm in college, but that's because of my of the like the Asian standard of of not being in a relationship until you're you're successful with like education you have your education and then worry about um your relationship and I think that that's very true but I mean as a younger me I I would completely disagree with that because I mean I I would rather enjoy being with boys you know if you, oh, were, to, if you were to look at it yeah. like in a, a future uh, perspective in a I more mean, mature way yeah yeah because I would rather be in a relationship that's mature and like meaningful yeah yeah and in my culture and religion um there's no relationships it's just straight to marriage which I like, I was like, what the heck? I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna do that. But now I really understand because why do you, it's my opinion, but why do you bother like staying in a like half hearted, like just a meh kind of relationship, kind of mm. like you're not planning to do anything, like there's no commitment, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, I it needs to be meaningful. That but, leaves your um, options pretty slim, yeah. I heard. <laughs> I heard like the stereotypes of like Indian marriage is that the parents choose the guy that you have to marry without like. Uh, yes, in Indian culture, it's like that. But um, when you add religion to it, no, uh, because the girl has the right to say no. The boy has the right to say no. Like yeah. parents can't come between it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I. Yeah, that's why I agree with Ben. I feel like I agree with. Uh, Lubna and Aisley and that like I would want like a serious like long-term relationship but I feel like it's like too much pressure to think of marriage at like 16 years old you know right mm-hmm. it's like I like we're not gonna get married anytime soon at yeah. least like I'm not so I hope I, you're not like, <laughs> oh, oh no hell no hell no <laughs> but but I mean it it's still like worthwhile to like look for like a partner and then like spend time with them and see how you grow and like have these like experiences that will shape like so you understand like what you really look for in a relationship you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah like I I okay I've never had a boyfriend and it's not like I'm like I'm not like oh I want one I want one it's just like if the if the time comes and like I meet someone that I really like then I'll like then I'll like go for it you know what I mean but right. it's not like that's why I feel like a lot of teens like put pressure on finding a partner like really soon mm-hmm. just to like feel that like loneliness that they may feel mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know what do you what do you guys think about like that that like aspect of like needing needing a I guess I understand but I would understand that more if you're like I don't know 20 and above because when you're yeah. a teenager like you literally feel alone like every single second mm-hmm. so that doesn't really count right it doesn't count. It, does, it just doesn't count. Yeah, out of the null and void. If I'm trying to like be with somebody, it, yeah, it has to be serious. That's how I. That's how I go about it. 
but mm-hmm. like at the same time we are literally like teens right. so yeah. we don't we mostly don't know what the what we're doing right and like what the future is gonna hold we don't know how it's gonna pan out unless like I don't know you're suddenly enlightened and you like figure out like a whole path mm-hmm. but usually yeah looking for a serious relationship is probably a better idea I feel like everyone's well not everyone but like teenagers and stuff uh who who just like I don't know they just like wanna they think of everything as like test dummies you know mm-hmm. just like see what this is like and then just bye like well, yeah, it's gotta, like gotta, nothing serious you gotta right. dip your toes in the water before you can dive in right Right. <laughs> or just oh, dive in. Friend. Or you could go head first into the shallow end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a gamble. Yeah, that's or, right. <laughs> or just drown. Or just drown. Or just drown. Wow, that is one dark image. <laughs> so I think this wraps up our episode. Um thank you for tuning in. Our new episodes come out every Monday. Follow our social media for more updates. And that's it, right? right, We'll talk about it next time. See ya. We'll talk about what next time? What's that? Isn't it? No. No, it's worth talking about. Let's talk about it. I was trying to be clever. Okay. No. What was that? I don't know. Just do the outro. We'll say bye. Okay. Yeah, we'll say bye. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.